Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast you never knew you needed, Agony Island. Remember, all submissions come from our listeners and can occasionally be a bit of an adult nature. So if you're easily offended, maybe carry on to a podcast about making jam or something instead. So let's join Stephen and Stefan on another jaunt as they discuss what's happened this week before they set the world to rights for one lucky contributor. Just remember one of them is actually sensible, and Stefan thinks it's him. Hello everybody and welcome to Agony Island, the tropical island in the middle of nowhere full of people's problems. There are no bars, there are no restaurants. There are no noisy or nosy neighbours around. It is just us here to talk about your problems and resolve them for you. I am Stephen Ham, and this is... Everybody! I, sorry, I was just so excited. I'm not singing <laughs> for ages. Well, a week, a week. Like, a few longer. Yeah. Um, well, being Christmas and everything, we're kind oh. of having to jump around when we're recording. So sometimes yeah. we'll... You know, we'll have like five days between, and other times we'll have like, uh, I don't know, 10, 11. Yeah, no, times, it's a bit strange. Yeah. But what's good is we do still record. We try and record every week. We don't block no record no. because I don't know how people do that. I honestly don't because you need stuff to happen to you. It's not genuine. Well, you need stuff to happen to you to be able to actually talk on these things because otherwise, what are you going to talk about? I've had a really busy week though. You have. But before we get into that, what have you been up to? How's your week been? Uh, well, I'll be honest with you, it's been a lot of working in grottos and working yeah. um, in various different places being Santa. I have got a group of um, bad Santas to send you where people have went to see Santa and Santa has been, let's just be honest, he's not been a real hair or real beard Santa. No, oh, right. And there's some really dodgy ABBA wigs. That's all I can say. Um, <laughs> oh, so God. There was one Santa didn't even have any shoes on. Yeah. yeah, why? I can't. I can't understand that. Somebody stole his boots, apparently. Oh, right. Okay. How would you say you're a Santa in the northeast of England without saying you're a Santa? Oh, well, you've been Santa again this week, um, and for the last few weeks, really. So you are definitely, definitely in the festive spirit. I think last week I said I really wasn't, um, but I'm trying to get myself there. And one of the ways I did that was by going to see Home Alone with a live orchestra up at um, the Glass House in Gateshead. I've always wanted to go to one of them. Yeah, I spent quite a lot on tickets, and I was, yeah. like, quite close to the front. Um, yeah. And, like, the most expensive seats you can get there, yeah. right, that yeah. I paid for. My view was the conductor in front of oh, me. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> That's all I could see. All I could see was his big mushroom hair. No. And I was like... Oh, well, never mind. So, like, that was a good blocker. But my nephew and sister were there, and I sort yeah. of, they were to my right, so they yeah. didn't have that obstructed view. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll take the dud seat. It's fine. I'm more here for the orchestra yeah. anyway. But that was one of the things I did this week, and I really enjoyed it. It was good. I definitely suggest that you go if you get the chance. Also, I have mm. to say, yeah. your Madonna photos, mm. you were so close, you could see actual boobage. Yeah, so... Um, I couldn't believe how close you were at the stage. Yeah, so Madonna, that was in London, so I had to get the train down. And honestly, I just can't be bothered this time of year. I cannot be bothered. All I want to do, right, is I want to hibernate in December. I cannot be yeah. bothered. I'm so annoyed with myself that months ago I booked Madonna uh -huh. and this Home Alone thing. 
right? And I've got like a Christmas party thing to go to today. All things yeah. pre-booked, yeah. not in the month of December. When December comes, I just can't be bothered. All I want to do, get me presents wrapped, watch some crap um, Christmas shows <laughs> and, you know, just stay in bed. Yeah. You know, that's all I want to do. I just don't have the motivation for it. So I was so annoyed when it came to sort of going, oh, God, I've got to go to Madonna. And so I um <laughs> I like the fact that past Steven is really optimistic. And yeah. past Steven's like, Oh, this is gonna be amazing, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. And then yeah. actual Steven's going, I just wanna I just wanna stay home with some Baileys. Oh, honestly, it was a nightmare because um it's kind of been a nightmare from the start. So it was hard getting tickets to start with, right? Because mm. it was all sold out. But anyway, we've got tickets, I managed to get them. I was in queues and whatever, and I managed to get one yeah. quite quickly. Um and my friend that I was meant to be going with, who is um, a another doctor that I yeah. that I did a lot of my training with, well, she was meant to come with us, mm. and um, she doesn't have kids, and you know she's like, oh well, I can probably afford those tickets as well. I don't. Um, and then she rudely managed to get up the duff, um, not long <laughs> after getting the tickets. How how did she rudely manage to get up the duff? Um, well, it's she got a of life. Well, she got up the duff and she was, go- and she was like, well, I'm going to be like nine months pregnant by the time the show comes. Because oh her um, due date is like now. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, God. Well, I was like, are you sure you can go? You know, like um, yeah. the, the seats, you can sit down. And, you know, if you do give birth, you know, it's a story. Maybe you'll be able to call the kid Madonna. Oh, oh that would be, <laughs> that would, I tell you what, Madonna would probably pay for a university. I should be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. But I was like, honestly, you're probably getting the local news. Yeah. I was like, you can mention Mag- Agony Island while you're there. Oh, um, that's <laughs> it. Just keep shouting out the name of the podcast. <laughs> Do you know what? I, yeah. I'm going to say, Agony Island, I think, is a good name for a podcast. Do you know where I got that name from? Because you wanted Agony. Yeah. Because I came up with that. Do you know where I got Agony Island from? I have well, a horrible idea. Because you just texted, I was like, yeah, that's brilliant, I really like that. Yeah, so it was basically, because you wanted Agony, and I was yeah. like, oh, I need, we need a bit more than that. Yeah. And then I was at Agony Island, and the reason being is just how angry everyone is in Britain right now after, ah. you know, because it was after Brexit and everything yeah. kicking off and, like, you know, how people are dissatisfied with the government and yeah. how everything is and services and, you know, food banks and just everything's just... It's yeah. just so miserable whenever you turn the news on. Yeah. So I was like, Agony Island, as in Britain, is yeah. Agony yeah. Island yeah. right now. So that's where that's where the name came from. I had a man misheard me at the weekend. Oh, yeah. So when I'm finishing my gigs, I give a plug to mm. say, you know, if you've enjoyed this, have a listen to this. And a gentleman who I have to be was, a, uh, was of advancing years. Mm. He was over 65. Yeah. And he says, oh, I'm getting quite in the podcasts. I was like, oh, good. Mm-hmm. And he goes, um, so I'll listen to yours, Anarchy Island. And I went, ah. oh, no, well, I that would work as well. It, it's Agony Island. And he went, Agony, as in pain. And I went, yeah. And then he just looked us up and down and he goes, why would anybody listen to that? And I said, why would you listen to it? It was called Anarchy Island. He goes, well, <laughs> you're talking about punk, aren't you? And I went, no, no I'm not. No. And I actually explained what the podcast was, right? And I said, 
It's people sending their problems. It's me, yeah. and my friend. I give you your credentials. He was like, a proper doctor. I was a proper doctor. He's got a mm. stethoscope and everything. I goes, he's taking me blood pressure. <laughs> and he was like, oh, right. He goes, oh, that's kind of, and I was like, we're chatting for him like this. And then he went, mm-hmm. he went, yeah, that's not for me. Thanks, though. And just walked away. <laughs> I was like, I'll just give you five minutes sell on the podcast and all the way through his nun going, Oh, yeah, making, like, really nice noises. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, at least he was honest. I mean, he could yeah. have gone away and gone, oh, I'll listen to that, never bothered. But, you yeah. know, at least at least you know. I like a bit of honesty. <laughs> I, I knew, but I was, I was stood in the, in the rain in the car park. I was like, could have been dry now. <laughs> I thought, uh, he honestly, I thought you just said I was stood there in the rave there for a second. I oh, was yeah. like, God, well, yeah. I'm, I'm like the new Doctor Who. I go, mm. I mean, so you've been concerts, you've Madonna, you'd Home Alone. With the Madonna concert. So I was there, right? Mm. And as you said, I was quite close. And so I posted quite a few videos. Like, yeah. So a few of you guys <clears throat> follow me on, on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I've been watching um, them. Yeah, Steve Instagram. And so a few of you guys have probably watched that, but there was one video which was particularly good where she was doing Hung Up because that's like my favourite one. I was yeah. like, I can't post this because she's basically surrounded by topless women. Yeah. Yeah, I, heard like, yeah. It. I read a review of the concert. Yeah, um, and they said but, uh, the the great thing was Madonna doesn't push the envelope; mm. she just gives you the invite. And mm. I was like, "Oh, that's a good line." It I was. Like it was. It was good. She was raving. She, at one point, she was raving in a box above our heads and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Yeah, fair enough." I mean, she's definitely still got the moves. <laughs> Oh, Hang on, before we go any further, mm. this is why you're listening to Agony Island, right? Here we go. Mm. Madonna, sitting there with a cup of tea, planning, so what should we do on this tour? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we'll do a hook up. What can we do special about it? Everybody has their baps out. Go on, that's mm. a cracker one. I've mm-hmm. done it, you're looking dead, fair enough, right? I know mm-hmm. she probably didn't say baps, but you know. I'm mm. trying to think of a radio well, she was swearing way. throughout. She should have said tits, let's be honest. E. I, you see, I, tits just, it, it's not really a swear word for me. Oh, is it not? No, tits. No, cause, that's because you're feral, that's why. Uh, <laughs> uh. Well, no, I think, I think you're good. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. How about we get a, a dance floor inside a box? Mm. And then you flies above the arena's roof. Yeah. And can dance over the top of everybody. Mm. And everybody's sitting there going, Madonna, that's a great idea. Imagine, that's fantastic. Nobody's come up with something like that. And then you go, you've just given it a big build up. When you go back to edit this, oh, there she was, dancing a bus in a box. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when she was, she was in a lot, like, I mean, she was in like a silver, silver outfit. She was dressed up like a Christmas turkey, for Christ's sake. And then there was like, <laughs> I don't know, but you're building up so much that you just went, meh. And then there was lasers everywhere and she's raving about. And I was like, oh, well, fair enough, good. And then at one point, um, there's like somebody on the stage who was meant to represent her younger self that she talks like two throughout. Um, And she's like, what would you say to your younger self? She's saying to everyone. And I'm like, I'd go back to 2009 and say, buy Bitcoin. That's what what I would say. Um, um, And then, and Mm. then she goes, Oh, and then just and then they sat down during one song, yeah, and they're like feeling each other's bits, and I'm like, mm. okay, that's not the show I'm paying for. No, what what is checking for there? Um, <laughs> yeah, you see, Doctor Steve, even mm-hmm. that. Che- I think you want check- to check that mole on your inner yeah. family. Are you, are you are you checking for thrush? Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, Actually, I tell you what, I was TV. having I was having a conversation about you, 
Oh, God. Um, with a, a fellow comedian who I will not name who said, you're going to use this in the podcast. I went, damn right I am. Mm. I went, name us. And I've left it a week or two since I've worked with him, so people can't go back and work out who it is. Mm. And he said, he goes, because it must be weird being a doctor having sex with somebody. And I said, <laughs> why? Why? And this this was after we had our initial conversation, and then 20 minutes later, after an active beat on, this is yeah. where I was sitting waiting. And he went, yeah, it'd be really weird having sex if you were a doctor. Mm. He goes, because, you know, he goes, just imagine, like, you know, there you are, checking, checking out your... Uh, Checking out, he sent your partner, right? But I thought he said opponent first, which was a different mm. conversation. And I said, right. He goes, and then you go, ooh, hey, you know, that was amazing, but you might want to check that mole on your inner thigh. That's like, what? He goes, you, would you not be like, when you might not be on the job as well, going, oh, hang on, this arse cheek doesn't feel right. Which I was like, no, no, that's not the way it works. Um, Actually, he's oh, kind no. of right. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. no. No, so I have been with, like, <laughs> one. honestly, I have afterwards. I think this is just, I, honestly, I think I'm just a bit weird, though. I don't think all doctors do this, but I have turned around to someone and go, have you ever had that checked before for mole? I've oh, gone, my God. Um, yeah, and I've I've gone, um, <laughs> or, or the other one I've gone is, um, have you always never been able to retract your foreskin? Like, does that cause any problems for you and stuff like that? <laughs> like, I don't do it. I don't do it during it. You know no, what well, I mean? You know, oh, you're, you're when not. you're having your tab afterwards, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one way to have like a a regular prostate check, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no. well, I was I was sitting defending you, going, "No, that wouldn't happen." Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, well, I mean, it doesn't happen very often, but if I do spot something with somebody, I will, I will raise oh, it. Yeah. I, I, otherwise, I'll be negligent. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, obviously, I wouldn't do it smack bang in the middle of it. I... That would be like a passion killer, wouldn't it? Oh, I... yes, yes, right there, right there. Oh, oh, hang on. Your prostate shouldn't feel like that. What's oh, my going God. On there? Um, oh, no, my God. Exactly. Yeah. That's. Um... <laughs> Not quite what, how it I works. once had I once had two doctors. I, so I, At the I was same time. Oh, well done. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I was doctor four and doctor no. Anyway, um, <laughs> when I was uh, I was I was wrestling and I um, I had a a massive massive um, bruise on my leg. Mm. It's never gone. Never gone. Knackered burst blood vessels, right? Mm. And I had shorts on, and I was in a motorway services. You know, like one of those TV type of things. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking, I see this this doc, this man and woman, who I later find to be doctors, that he's pointing at my leg. Right. And I went, oh. And then he came up and he goes, can I just ask, how did you get that? And I said, I goes, well, um, actually, what happened was, and I explained, I was wrestling, and I jumped off the second rope, and somebody hit us in the leg with a chair, but the hit us a bit too hard, and then I fell on the chair. Mm. And he went, Oh, right. Okay. Because that'll never go away. And then just walked off. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, thanks for that. You Cheers. don't ever t- you don't ever really turn it off though, do you? And I think that's the thing is if you spot something as yeah. as funny as, as as much as I was joking there, you know, yeah. that's that's obviously not that's an extreme, that's something yeah. I, I don't do. Yeah. You know, you'd bring it up at another time. But if yeah. you spot something with somebody or yeah. they say something to you that's a bit you'd yeah. go Hang on, that probably needs checking out. But yeah, um, the life of a doctor, hey. But anyway, I forgot to mention, when I was at Madonna, right, 
it reminded me of a time um, when I went to see The Cause when I was probably about 19 or maybe my early 20s, right? At, um, in Newcastle. It was, the right. Metro, it was the Metro Arena. The Metro then, Arena right? back then, yes. And, you know, there was a support act on, which I, nobody knew who on earth they were. And again, got there way too early and I needed to pee. And I could see, and there was a toilet behind us. And I was like, oh, we'll, we'll go there. And, um, but it was a disabled toilet. And I was like, oh, I'll just get myself in there. Right. And I thought, like, I wandered in. I was like, there's no one around. It'll be fine. I'll just have a quick wee, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> I have a pee and then I'm looking for the flush. And I'm going, oh, where's, it? where's the flush? And I pull this lever next yeah. to me which happened to be bright, bloody red. Oh, Not shit. realising that I've pulled the yeah. alarm, right? Yeah. Then the next moment, right, as I flushed the loo and I'm getting, and like, and I've still got me willy out, yeah. and there's people, like, <laughs> kicking the door open. <laughs> and I'm like, no, get out! like, what lever are you okay? And I'm like, I've just pulled the wrong lever. Yeah. So there was me flashing, like, um... I was once, of... I was once caught <laughs> mid-movement on a train mm. toilet when it opened. Oh, God, no. What happened there? Um, well, I was at that delicate stage of like, I can't lean really far forward here to mm. shut the door. <laughs> the door straight open. So I was kind of like, ah, ah. And, and the way I was sitting anyway, I kind of stood up and I was doing that silence of the lambs thing where you, you took. And I was like, I had to kind of hobble forward like that, like a penguin, shut the door and hobble back. It wasn't... Why? Why were you having a mo a movement on a train, you dirty bastard? Well, I had to. I didn't. Uh... It was a long train journey. No, oh, no. And I'd also had a kebab the night before. Oh I... God, you need to plan these things better. And well, I do. Well, I do. Mm. Well, when yeah. I when I'd finished, when I'd finished, right, mm. and I'd finally sat, you know, like pulled, got yeah. myself together and sort of like hobbled down. Yeah. They were like everyone around me was just laughing at me. You were like, doing, yeah, yeah. Uh, because they because they'd seen it all because it was a massive drama because like it, it was this was this was after the support act so all the lights were on and everyone was waiting yeah. for the cause to come on at this point so everyone yeah. was sat around laughing at me and I'm going great this is really embarrassing yeah. and then um and then a couple of minutes later one of the um the partner of one of the couples next to us she goes oh I'm going to pop to the loo and the husband goes. Just make sure you um you pull the right cord when you need to flush the loo. And I was like, oh, fuck off. Like, yeah, it's yeah. an easy mistake to do. Yeah. But, but once I'm you've done it, you'll never do it again. I'm going to try and squeeze as much insult as I can out of this one thing that happened. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. There, luckily, there's no, like, hmm. video evidence of this. Nowadays, I'm sure that would be all over TikTok. But, um... Oh, well, I would do. I would be there with the phone. <laughs> I made a joke yesterday, so I was being sat there. Oh, well, and... that's rare. Jeez, oh, I was sitting being sat there, right? And they give us the most comfiest sofa in the world. And mm. I, it was really, really deep. And it was hard to get out of. And they covered the floor with loads of fake snow and sheeting. So they made like a little window wonderland. It was really nice. Mm. Yeah, loads of effort. But I was like, right, this floor is really slidey. It's on like a wooden laminate floor anyway. Mm -hmm. There's like a fleece under my feet. Mm. And I'm going to get up out of this really deep sofa. So I said as a joke going on, you know, if there's any grown-ups want to get £250 from Harry Hill, start recording now. Three of the dads got their phones out. Wow. Really? That, and I, I stood there going, that wasn't an instruction, it was a joke. 
I was like, you're cheeky so-and-sos. Oh, God. I mean, people just record anything nowadays, don't they? It's like, too great. Mm, yeah, yeah, I guess it's crap. <laughs> Speaking of recording crap, you know, I had um, a really awkward conversation with my dad the other day because oh, yeah. he's been listening to this. And I was like, I'm chubby, man, I do my mom said I'm gonna listen in, and this was great after we recorded mm. the um, the ice cream ice lolly episode. I went, mm. no, yeah. you don't want it. No, no, you don't want to. And um, it was the episode where um, I was explaining what a dark room was to you, and um, <laughs> and, and I said, um, and I went, don't you know you can't yeah. you can't put the flash on on your phone. You'll start yeah. with bears. Yeah, and so then I had to explain to my dad what a bear was. Yeah, what a dark room was. Yeah, and then um, yeah, it was just just awkward, and I'm just like, you know what? Just don't ask us any more questions about the pod. If you're gonna listen, yeah, just, yeah, just don't ask any more questions. Because you, would you rather you told him or he googled? Yeah, honestly, I'd just Google it. Just Google it. I'm not bothered. <laughs> You just get it Googled, right? Just don't take your laptop in for a repair immediately afterwards. Right, I think we've waited on enough about Madonna and everything else that's happened this week. Shall we move on to this week's problem? I have got the this week's problem. Fantastic. Um, and it's from our... La- well, it ties in with uh, the listener who... Um, was talking about the woman who hums when she eats. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm going to have to check back because I wasn't sure if it was a man or a woman who was humming. It was a woman. It was definitely a woman, was it? Mm, All right. Yeah. Because okay. they just said the hum out. And I'm thinking, I'm sure it was a woman. Well, uh, here we are. Oh, yeah. Love listening to you two go on. Really good fun. It makes my metro journey to work much more pleasant. So we know they're in the northeast of it. Yeah, we do. I also, <laughs> like your previous Winger, thank you very much, like Winger, like that, like good, good. Your previous Winger, work in an open plan office with somebody. I know that we have a thief in our office. Not a big thief. Doesn't take from handbags, doesn't take from wallets, doesn't take from your pockets, but is constantly, and this is how I know they're from the Northeast, and I think possibly this word will give it away, constantly twocking. Walking the office stationery. Now it starts off as little things. We had a box of paper clips go missing. They're not even nice ones. Not like those ones you'd buy from Paper Chase. These are just your standard metal ones. Everybody joked on about it. We said, the boss said we're going to order some more because there's a big pool of them. Please don't think I'm belittling a small box of uh, paper clips. This is one of those boxes with many boxes inside. This has gone on. There's not a pen to be found. There's no paper. I went to go print something off and I couldn't even print it off because there was four sheets of paper left and we just had a full box of paper delivered. I know who this is. I've seen them. They come to work with a briefcase and it looks a lot later in the morning than it does in the afternoon. I cannot work out what they're doing. Have they got a stationery shop they're trying to supply? My worries are, though, that I am going to get the blame for this because the boss is now looking at everybody. Do I explain that I know who it is? I haven't seen directly do it, but I pretty much think it is them, and the butter wouldn't melt with them in the boss's eyes. What do I do? Hmm... They first of all say they know it's them, and then they kind of back paddle a bit, going, 
Well, you know. Well, they don't really know that it's them. I don't think that would hold up in a court of law, would it? So Not really. Unless you so, booby-trapped booby -trapped some stationery. I mean, my, my first point here is, is if somebody is having to supplement their income... Yeah. ...by <laughs> stealing stationery for work and selling it on eBay... This is where my brain's gone. Yeah. Then you your aren't gone. you're not getting paid a living wage. No, that's no. that's simple as. So Yeah. I'm I kind of feel sorry for the person who's stealing because I'm like, actually maybe you're not getting paid that well. And actually the person who's listening probably isn't getting paid that well either. So Ooh. yeah, it doesn't sound that great. As long as hopefully they're not gonna take it out of everybody's pay because then that's oh. maybe a different yeah. A yeah. different thing. I wonder. I do wonder what's going on though. Maybe everyone's just nicking. Maybe it isn't just that one person. Maybe yeah. you need to be looking at people's clothes as they go out, as people have got like monitors under their um, stumpers <laughs> and stuff, and going. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm rudely got up the door, so I can't go to Madonna. Um... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, oh, it's that time of year. Oh, apologies. Mm. Now, the thing is, though, it's the way the way they've went. Well, they have a briefcase which isn't as heavy. Mm. Like, first of all, how do you know? Well, how do you know? That's, have, I'm, have, that's what I'm thinking. And they went, I'm going to check his briefcase out in the morning. I mean, it sounds like they're playing amateur sleuths, you know, like a game mm. of Cluedo in the office. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone takes a bag to work. It could be in anyone's bags. I mean, I've been checked. I've left places in Tampi. I'm going to face that security guard's like. Mm, I dislike. I once, I once the best one. Oh, this was somebody was all right. I'm down in Manchester, right, mm. at a certain large, well-known shopping centre, mm. and a security guard goes, "I believe you may have something hidden about your person." Mm. Right. I was with another comedian who then went, "Oh, gold," and spent five minutes trying to look for his phone, then five minutes trying to switch it on, while the security guard basically tried. You can with me. I went, "Man, I'm just fat. Look," and I pulled the top off. His shoulder went. It's nothing there. It's just fat. Because that's possibly a hernia. Did you think I'd nick some elite? Wow. Was like, I'm really sorry. I'm very sorry. But he and I because this was after three minutes of. Could you just come with us, please? Could you just come with us? I'm like, no, I'm not coming with. You. No. Yeah, fair enough. They'd, they'd have a hard time forcing you to go anywhere, really. What's the biggest thing you've ever tried to nick? I don't think I ever have, you know. Have you not? No. Mm. Even as a kid, I was, I was way too much of like of a... I think I was way too anxious as a kid to sort of try and nick anything, so I don't think yeah. I ever did. I honestly can't remember any time of ever trying to nick anything. Huh. I've pinched your pint glass from the pool. No, I haven't even done that. You know, I'm not even a Starbucks glass or like or a mug or anything like yeah. that. Nothing. Not taking anything. Well, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, we have found the one person who is honest and fine and nice <laughs> and will not be visited by free ghosts this Christmas Eve. No. Or maybe, maybe they will and they'll just remind <laughs> me of times that I just can't remember. Because yeah. honestly, Steven, I can't remember. You have blocked all this out from your memory. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Here's the time you talked to Mesh Top, which was actually just a piece of orange guardrail. <laughs> what about you? Me? I, no, do you know what it is? I am um, on film sets, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, occasionally, occasionally. I, I mind you, I got stuck when we did Heaven. So 
what they were looking for was for the character to be Keith. They wanted to really lived in clothes. Mm. And they bought brand new clothes for us. Right. And they were like, oh, these don't look that good. And they're like, mm. you can tell they're brand new. And they can dirty them up quite quickly, which is what they did for the second series. First series, though, they went, do you just want to supply your own clothes? And I was like, yeah, sure. So mm-hmm. I had my own jeans, um, and they bought a couple of tank tops and mm-hmm. some braces and that. And I was like, right, okay. And it was my own shoes. Um, and I was just like, yeah. And they went, right, because we need them to look old. And they can distress stuff and all that, but mainly distressing is just going out and get stuff dirty. So that's really offensive, by the way, where well, they went. We want you to wear your own oh, your own clothes because we know they're going to look minging and oh, yeah, old. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't put it like that. Yeah, well, they, they didn't need to, sweetie. They, yeah, it, yeah. It's implied. Yeah, yeah. So I wore those, and then um, I always remember on the last day we were filming on set, they have like a little security, but they had a guy running around who was making sure that people doesn't just take stuff from the sets because mm. you know actors are terrible for doing that. Um, and uh, he went, he was, uh, uh, what, what's this? I went, they're my jeans. And he went, he was, uh, do you not, do you not mean they're the character's jeans? I went, no, mate, they're my jeans. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it was one of those. It was cleared up quite quickly, but they actually do have people from time to time go around and say, well, you know, make sure you don't take major things. On, on Nick Major. The big thing is you get offered your wardrobe. People come and say, do you want to buy the clothes you've worn in the series? Do you want to buy them? Yeah. Well, what happens is, is they'll go out and buy brand new clothes for everybody. Yeah. And then, um, so they're trying to, the, the clothing departments are trying to make as much of their budget down as they can if mm. they're all spent. So they'll yeah. come to you and say, right, we bought a top for like 50 quid. Do you want mm-hmm. it for 30? And people buy their costumes. You've had a bad deal there because I was reading that the girls from, um, you know, Sex in the City, right? Because, well, you know, yeah. being, being, a homo- <laughs> being a raging homosexual, I'm going to watch Sex in the City. Um, but, and the reboot, obviously. Um, yeah. And so. Oh, sorry, hang on a second. Not only am I gay, I'm also very young as well. <laughs> I wasn't old enough to watch the original series. Um, so I was watching, so I've been watching, so I was reading about the reboot, right? Yeah. And um, and just like that, or something it's called, isn't it? Which kind of sounds like a, a magic show or something, doesn't it? Just like yeah. that, you've gone. Um, and <laughs> anyway, I wondered about that myself. It's a weird name. Just well, like I knew that. big. I knew big died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. So the reason they said they did that was so they could carry on, like carry story. So there would be a reason to do it. But anyway. They've got written into their contracts that all those clothes that they get on the show, they get to keep. Well, yeah, but they're very rich, famous. And I think the budget for one episode of Sex and the City probably could have paid for seven series of heaven. Mm. So, you know, there's a bit of a difference. But it happens on quite a few teach, quite a few different TV shows I've done that where they, they come in and say, oh, do you want to purchase part of your costume? I actually bought my... Um, uh, my tuxedo jacket from heaven, my white tuxedo jacket from heaven. That kind of explains some of your wardrobe choices, I guess. If you've just been um, taken <laughs> the from only set. item I have, and is the only mm. item I have. Um, I've still got one original T-shirt that I wore all the time, mm. and I've got um, one pair of jeans. Right. I had three, and then I've had people asking them for raffles and stuff and things like that. Well, we've gone completely around the houses now, so shall we get back to actually answering the question? What would you say about all this? 
my answer to this problem is snitches mm. get stitches, right? Right. Don't go grassing them up. But at the yeah. same time, if you can come up with some elaborate booby trap on stationary mm-hmm. items, mm-hmm. I reckon you should go for it. Oh my god, that would be hilarious! Like, the, oh yeah, before you before you go, if you put like exploding ink or something in the printer, that would be great. Um, like if he opens the tray to get the paper out, yeah, I'll be good. That was it. Or, or maybe, or maybe, right? You don't mm-hmm. fill the box of stationary paper with actual stationary paper. You put like a little surprise inside. No, okay. Like a cat. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how one many, way of doing it. How many reams of paper does a cat weigh? Oh, I don't really know. I'm more of a dog person, but you probably need a few cats. To be fair, they shouldn't be nicking from work. To be fair. And if you're not getting paid enough that you haven't a nick from work, you need to have this conversation with work and go, yeah. look, I'm just not getting paid Some enough. Some people yet. just enjoy nicking stuff. Hey, speaking of things getting nicked, um, I once worked at a practice. I won't say where or when, right, so people can't work it out. But uh, we'd had an interesting item stolen. A defibrillator stolen from work. So, you know, what? like all GP practices have, will have a defibrillator there in we case there's a medical that. emergency. And um, thankfully, there are two practices next to each other. So yeah. we could, you know, we had, a, there was another one available if it was needed uh, while we waited for the next one to get delivered. But yeah, somebody just wandered in apparently and wandered off with <laughs> the team. You do realise somebody living quite close to where your practice is hasn't bought himself an air fryer. And it's just cooking chicken breasts with. <laughs> but it's not how it works. The sandwich, minute stick. But it won't work. It won't work. I honestly don't know why they took it because I'm just like, I don't know who you're going to give this to. Like who's who? Who are you? Go- how are you going to use it? Because it's. it's- I'm I've got five different ideas in my head straight away. Well, no, because well, how you're imagining how it works is completely different to how it actually works because it's one of those ones that automatically reads. So it detects what the rhythm of the heart is. So it'll, turn, oh, it'll say, so it will only shock if there's a shockable rhythm. So it's not going to shock your chicken cutlets. All right. It's, I would imagine there's somebody with a sofa going, go on, just sit down on there, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to do it. I mean, nowadays with technology, they're all very safe, so they're only going to shock if it's yeah. a if it's a shockable rhythm. It's not just going to... You cannot just randomly start shocking someone who's, like, clapped out at the gym or something like that. You know, it's not... I'll, I'll teach them little buggers at Halloween, just ring the doorbell. <laughs> there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I've got so many different ideas on how you can use one. But all that says to me, all that says to me is when crime goes up, when crime goes up, when people are stealing more, that usually it means that the country is in a worse place, everyone's worse off. And so that's my concern. Um, If you do know who it is, or maybe have a word with them and just go, look, you're actually impacting on how we work. Now I kind of get my job done because you're nicking everything. Can you like, can you stop nicking stuff? Or I might have to like glass you in and that might stop them from from doing it because i doubt you're ever going to glass them in but you know it's yes. worth having that conversation well, or may- maybe you could you could try and be like a bit of a like you know a miss marple and get yourself around sort of investigating that's, that's it you see that's what i'd like to do you know actually do it be miss marple not a full see ah, i'll tell you what miss marple is a role model to me mate oh my yes. god i love i love uh books about um elderly women solving crimes I don't know why. It's like my favourite thing to do at the minute. Do you know like, what she wrote? 
no, I, well, I used to when I was at university. I used to watch it. Um, but no, like, but no, books wise, I mm. love Thursday Mod, a Thursday Murder Club, that one. And then, and then there's a Marlow um, Murder Club as well, and yeah. they're literally like elderly women solving crimes. It's just brilliant. Love it. I, well, I've I've just listened to um, the first five books, and it's it, it of what. It, well, it's a, a detective series, but they're all set in Cumbria, and loads of them happen in the northeast of England as well. Right. So they just had a murder in Corbridge. Right. Uh, but it's it's weird when you're reading something and it's just down the street from you. That doesn't interest me. It's not a seventy-six-year-old woman trying to solve crimes while swimming naked in a stream. Like um, honestly, that is what Spoilers, happens. I've not got that for you. Yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why I enjoy these books about elderly women solving crimes. It's just like my favourite <laughs> thing. Don't know what's wrong that's with good. me. Well, I tell you what, that is that's that's a bit of a problem. And speaking to somebody else who's got a problem, here's Becky with hers. This week's question: How do you deal with people making unexpected visits to your home? Right. Thanks, Becky. Um, mm. oh, it's so nice that she um, she does these for us. Bless her. Um, so here we go. The question that she asked is how do you deal with um unexpected visitors? And it is this time of year where you're gonna get unexpected visitors. People yeah. popping around with presents and people popping around with cards and stuff like that or just seeing how you're doing. And honestly, we're all quite busy this time of year. Or as true, I said, true. I can't be bothered. I just I yeah, can't true. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to see anyone. I don't yeah. want to do anything. I just want to be at home, you know, and not doing anything. And which is why I need to stop booking things for December, as I said, because I don't just don't want to do anything. It's my it's the time I want to just hibernate. But anyway, what do you do if somebody comes to your house that you you just weren't expecting? You know what? It's one of my worst things. I would not thank you if you just randomly turned up at my house. Yeah. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Just not. You need, I need some warning. I need at least four hours warning so I can start tidying up and get things ready. <laughs> or maybe at least two hours. All yeah. right. I need yeah. a bit of warning. If you just turn up at my house, I would not thank you for it. This isn't the 90s anymore. Yeah. People don't just turn up yeah. and, you know, you go, oh, lovely to see you, you know, get me cakes out and whatever for you. I mean, like, as in, like, Mr. Kipling's cakes, not oh, your yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it depends who's visiting, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, that was me. Crap, Silla Black. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, I did read recently yeah. this really good tip right uh, is if the doorbell rings right and you're yeah. not expecting a parcel because nowadays you know when anything's going to get delivered oh, yeah. you know if amazon or anything or like um they they tend to message you when things are coming so you're kind of expecting that but if it's somebody comes that you're not expecting a good a good tip that i read i haven't done this yet uh, um is you can put your shoes on yeah. and put your coat on yeah. right and open the door and so then if it's somebody that you don't want to see, <laughs> you can turn around and go, hey, hiya, hey, I'm just on my way out. And oh. um, and then off you go. Or if it's somebody that you want to see, you can go, hey, hiya, hey, I've literally just got in. Just about to take my coat off. Come in, come in. That is um, devilishly clever. On, honestly, it was possibly the best tip I think I've read in a long time. That Not is incredibly the, clever. 
not had the option to use that because nobody really visits me. But, you know, um, get me a little violin out and there's me oh, going. There's oh. me going. Don't visit me. I don't want visiting. And then in the next breath, nobody visits me. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, I've kind of gotten to that age where I'm not bothered about pop. I, I, I used to go to people, you know, you go to people's houses and you arrange to go over and all that. Mm. I hate it when I would drop in on somebody because I always felt so uncomfortable doing that. Yeah. But I know people who will just do that now, who will just go, hiya, I'm in the area. And I'm like, uh-huh, aye. Uh, cool, enjoy the area. Enjoy the area. I don't care. I know. Well, I've got, I've got some really good friends where if they message and they know who they are, mm. I'll go, yeah, not a problem. I'll drop what I'm doing. Come yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because I don't, I don't care if they come in again. Oh, eight, hello, how are you? You know, I haven't, I haven't dusted. Mm-hmm. They're not going to make a comment. They're not going to make something like that. But mm. especially Christmas, I, 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 do you know what it is? That idea you just come up with there—that one you just said about. No, it wasn't my idea. I read it in a paper. Well, I tell you what, it's so genius. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot top that. I think I'm going to have to go with that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a first. We agree on an idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely. Brilliant. It's fantastic. But also, don't just randomly turn up at people's houses. Please message people and pre-arrange before you do, because there's nothing worse if you're just sitting down, have your tea, Mm. and then someone knocks on your door, and you're like, oh, God, what do they want? I know. And, yeah. people. Or... Or if you <laughs> if you're smart and you've got a ring doorbell, yeah. or, so, or other other brands are available. Yeah. We're not the BBC. I don't need to yeah, do that no, anymore. Exactly, yeah. um, so if you've got a ring doorbell, you can just look on your phone and see who it is, and just go, "I'm not answering that." Absolutely no way. Um, so you can actually see that. So that's quite yeah. useful. Or you can actually answer through the ring doorbell and go, "Hi, whoever. I'm actually out right now." And yeah. If they then turn around and go, "I'll meet you there." You're a bit knackered, oh, but um, you know that's that's one option. I I I I do like having the ring doorbell. I don't have it on my phone. Becky mm. and the girls have got it. Mm. And, uh, Is that because you can't work it out? No, just because I don't want all the notifications. I can't be bothered. Mm. You know, I'm. I've got enough stuff beeping and bopping on my phone as it is. I don't need to have someone else going. There's somebody at the door. If I'm in, I'll get the door. It's me. Mm. I'll get up and get the door. Yeah, fair enough. And I, I've, I've got to be honest, I'm kind of got that a nice level where people will just message us now. I think I've given enough of the um, enough of the hints of going just don't turn up in my house. Yeah, I don't think people really do that anymore. Um, I think it's more of a an eighties and nineties thing, wasn't it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, with a load of waffle, oh waffles! I just got to figure this something. I need to finish this now. Do you do you want to finish this now? This is how I know we are ready to end because we get to a point in the in the episode where all you talk about and sometimes me is food. I've not had any breakfast yet. Okay, fine, Stefan, go and get something to eat. And thank you so much for listening, everyone. Again, it means a lot to us that you do listen. Please tell people about the podcast so we can keep it going. And subscribe and maybe leave us a nice review as well to help us along a little bit. And to say thank you for listening and making it this far, I have added some outtakes for you. Enjoy. So, do you want to know what a, do you know on Urban Dictionary what a waffle is? Oh, right? No. To shit on someone's laptop keyboard and then close the screen on it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. oh my god! Yeah.
Oh, when you moon someone through a um, chain link fence. Which actually, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah which links good. on very well to what, how you described um, your skills, which honestly disgusted me. <laughs> um, By the way, if anybody can hear a little bit of panning, you realise I'm going to cut all that out, right? So get rid of the oh, dog. Oh, Yeah, yeah, get rid of the dog because you remember the when I put the AI in, it gets rid of all oh, sounds, yeah. and then you're you're talking about sounds that nobody can hear. It drives me mental. Stop it. Ah, I forgot about that. Gave himself a nosebleed in the toilet. I think it was so he didn't have to pay the bar bill. And then, uh... <laughs> no, no, a joke. Oh, uh, just sitting there with a pair of scissors up his nose. Um... <laughs> that is not getting edited by the women. <laughs> and then there was this woman in front of us, right? And she yeah. was dressed like um, early girls, sort of Madonna. Yeah, but this woman wasn't in her early years, and then um... <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Hey, come on now, come on! It's Christmas, nearly. That's that's a very deep thought. Yes, it is, and it's I probably going that. to get cut out because it's too much of a ramble. But never mind. But that's... <clears throat> back to Madonna's tits now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes and like and subscribe and tell your friends what they're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com. Maybe they can witter on about your email next time. <laughs>